Welcome to Teaching Kindness, the Bullies Be Gone podcast. Every day, we see a battle of hate versus kindness. Bullies choose hate. But guess what, guys? Kindness always wins. Here at BBG, we dive into everything from overcoming bullies to building resiliency in ourselves. So come on in and learn how to live in a world where kindness is king. I'm your host, Nate Webb, and let's get to it. What is up, everybody, and welcome back. It is great to be at BBG. Now, you guys might notice I sound a little different today. Um, I have a nice new mic, finally. Um, Super pumped, so the sound quality should be a lot better. But honestly, I just want to let you guys know, before we get into today's podcast, I wanted to express some gratitude. Thank you to everybody who listens every week and to everyone who's just been striving to help others feel that love and kindness that we all want to feel. And guys, if my content has ever uplifted you or made you feel good or changed your life, please leave a review and share the crap out of this podcast. Let's spread this message as far as we can. Now, today we have Angie Lee on the show. Um, It's going to be a juicy one. We're going to be talking about online haters, how to not let them get in our heads, confidence, joy. It's going to be great. But first, got to pay the bills. All right, everybody. Welcome, welcome. Guys, I'm so excited for this podcast we have today. Today we have Angie freaking Lee. Okay, so Angie's a speaker, entrepreneur, and a baby grandma at heart. So she dropped out of college, y'all, to chase her dreams, entrepreneurship, and man, did she soar. So she and her brother, Mike, started My Soul CBD, a six, seven-figure business in the natural medicine industry where they offer natural um, alternatives to help with mental and physical health. Starting from an extra room in her apartment, y'all, they built it to a big old seven-figure business. Along the way, she became a marketing powerhouse and is well-known for her top charter podcast, her killer niche courses, marketing courses, and her Pays to Be Brave event, where she empowers women from all over to build their side hustle into something real. Still, Angie is a supreme example of being kind to all, spreading positivity to all, and man, thank you so much, Angie, for coming on the podcast. Oh, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for that intro. Wow, that was, you crushed it. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you. So first off, how the heck are you? Like, how are things in your neck of the woods? Where are you? Yeah, I'm good. No one ever asks me that. I love that. I'm in San Diego. I'm originally from Chicago, but I moved to California a few years ago. Probably will be making my way out of California again soon, but it's been, it's been nice for a few years. It's been awesome. Man, gosh, that's so good to hear. Glad you're doing yeah. well. Glad everybody's doing healthy. Yeah. Um, so right out of the gates, we're going to be headed down memory lane. So take us back to when you dropped out of college, you had a hundred K student loans, y'all. Um, <laughs> what was the reaction of those closest to you? Like, were there any people you were like, well, I didn't think you'd be judgy shiz. Gosh. <laughs> I love this student loans y'all. Um, yeah, it was definitely some, some of my closest friends and, my ex-boyfriends, I mean, man, that's why I had to dump them. But <laughs> it's it's interesting that they were – it's interesting that sometimes those who are closest to you are the ones who don't believe in your dream and mm-hmm. they want you to stay safe. And I believe that's because they care and they want to keep us safe. So mm-hmm. whether that's our husband, our wife, whatever, it's like – it's so interesting that sometimes it is those closest to us who really want us to stay safe and stay in that box and – and I get it. It's a sign of love. It's just trying to keep us safe. But yeah, I feel like, gosh, I'm trying to think who 
There's not anybody specifically, but I think right. in general, I think in general, all my friends thought I was a little kooky. They were like, you're not going to make money on the internet. What are you going to do? You think people are going to pay you to blog? People are not going to pay you to podcast. That's Shout out to all those friends. Y'all were wrong. Okay. <laughs> right. They're like, you're crazy. So I just, sometimes if you're crazy, that if you're crazy, that's a good thing. And it means right. that you know, the craziest people are the ones who make a difference in this world. And if you're not doing something a little crazy, you probably have a boring job. So you may as well yep. do. That's yep. crazy. So, okay. So when you dropped out or like before you dropped out, was it kind of hard not to define yourself by that big old hundred K number? Yeah, absolutely. I love that question. It was because debt can become something that feels like it's part of your identity and it is who you are. Like, Hey, my name's Angie Lee and I'm hundred thousand dollars in debt. So I'm a loser and I suck. But what you realize is it's just a unit of measure. It's energy. Money is energy. And it doesn't define your worth. It doesn't define your ability to be successful. And it happens to a lot of people. Majority of entrepreneurs start in some sort of debt. Majority of dreamers, have, right? <laughs> right. Like so many people, so many of the, the, the entrepreneurs or the successful people that you look up to had financial struggles when they started. And to be honest with you, I don't think I would have the businesses that I have today if it wasn't for that debt. That debt was mm. fire for me. That debt was motivation for me. That debt was my why. Now it's freedom and serving women and all of these beautiful things. But I'll be real with you. In the beginning, that was my motivation. Just pay off debt. Like Little I need to learn how to make money. <laughs> I hear that. No, I, I love that. Cause so when me and my wife started dating, um, she for right out of the gates, um, when I, when I started getting more serious about it, she's like, okay, I have 20 K of student loans and I don't have my bachelor's degree yet. And I was like, and she's like, Oh, last guy I went on a date with ended the date after that. I was like, the freak. Okay. Cause yeah, I, I, it's funny. I'm a school counselor, but, um, I'm a school counselor because so I can tell kids to stay away from college if if you want to do certain things. Um, I, I sold, love that. I love I sold, that. I sold pest control door to door for like six years. So like, you know, college is good for some people, but for a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I love that you're doing that for kids and, and especially creative kids and kids like me who since four years old, I knew I wasn't going to be in corporate. I mean, I've always been a little bit crazy and weird and outside of the norm and questioning and never wanting to color in the lines. And so I wish that I would have had a counselor like you that said, you know what, maybe it's not the best option for you. And especially now in 2020, it's like, I don't know if spending a hundred thousand dollars on a few years of college is the best choice for someone like me who knew I wasn't going to go be in corporate. I mean, I'm not a doctor or a physician, so I didn't really need that stupid degree. <laughs> not worth it for the most part. Um, yeah. So, so if you're not defining yourself by that big old hundred K number, what did you learn to define yourself by? Mm. I think I quickly had to find safety in uncertainty. And, mm. and I like uncertainty probably more than the average person, but you really have to know that your worth is not defined by that. Because if you're listening to this and you're a multi, multi-millionaire, your worth isn't defined by that either. So whether it's not a lot of money or it's a shitload of money, it doesn't really matter at the end of the day. I don't think it defines if you're a kind person. I don't think it defines if you're actually happy. I don't think it means jack shit other than you have options <laughs> and you have some options and hopefully you've chosen to give back and be kind and build cool businesses. But 
I know so many people who have a ton of money and aren't happy and they're not nice people. And then I know people who don't have a ton, but they're really great humans and they're really happy. And so the secret is finding, the secret is finding your definition of success and what that means for Mm. you and not never attaching yourself to money to the point of, of, of it defining your worth. I mean, it's one thing to be proud of yourself. Like, Hey, I paid off debt. Hey, I have a successful business. Hey, I have freedom. I have some money saved up. That's amazing. Financial freedom is, is beautiful, but not getting to the point where you think it makes you a better person or it makes you a piece of shit if you have some debt because you're investing in your dreams right now. Or for me, it was going to college because I thought it was smart. <laughs> and so, but you'll think this is cute. This woman DM'd me the other day. It was so sweet. I think she's like 15 years old. And she was like, hey, when you quit college, do you get a refund? <laughs> and I was like, oh no, not only did I not show up to class, but like they don't give two shits that I didn't go to class. Nope. And the fact that I didn't finish, you, you pay for all of it. <laughs> you do. You do. Yeah, that is, no, I love that. Um, yeah. Just finding to define your, like learn how to define yourself on your own terms. Yeah. By your own actions, by your own things. When I speak at schools, I talk about no focus serve. And the first thing is you got to know who you are. Haters mm-hmm. don't define who you are. Like once you know who you are for yourself, ain't nobody going to change that. And anybody who hates you, they lose all their power because they can't change that. Anyway, love that. So right after you drop out, you and Mike, you try to start this version of HelloFresh that didn't exactly skyrocket. Um, But through all of that, Mike was nothing but supportive and loving. Like what difference did it make to have that one person you knew would always be there for you? Yeah, that's really beautiful. (laughs) Hello, fresh. So I'm in college. I'm not going to class. I'm blogging. I'm building this business. I'm working some side jobs. And I'm like, Mike, I have a multi-million dollar idea. He's like, what? And I was like, we're going to create the first healthy food delivery service. People need healthy food delivered to their doorstep. He's like, one, I think that exists, but two, okay, that is genius because it wasn't as popular then. Right, right, right. It wasn't wasn't as popular. Yeah. Well, HelloFresh, I'm pretty sure is a billion dollar company or something like that. Yeah, you so, should have trademarked that, Angie. Gosh, man, I should have. I, I could have been a billionaire right now. But, you know, the food industry is not the best industry unless you have experience being in the food industry. But we tried it. And yeah, having someone support who you love, who's on this crazy roller coaster with you. And I call it a roller coaster because there's ups and there's downs, there's highs and lows. And that is entrepreneurship. It's the most beautiful, crazy, <laughs> roller coaster that you'll ever be on and and to have those conversations with him around like hey are are you open to maybe are you open to maybe losing money and right. are you open to risking because if you are going into business with someone you have to not go in with someone who is so risk averse that you're not willing to take a chance because there are so many companies out there that are the next HelloFresh, the next whatever, you name the cool big brand that started as an idea with two people in debt who had a dream. And if they wouldn't have taken action, they wouldn't be who they are today. So I'm always willing to roll the dice. I'm willing to take the bet as long as it's somewhat calculated. But for me, it's always worth the risk. You live once. Why not try the crazy dream? Because you could literally be the next I don't know. You could be the next Nike. You could be the next whatever company. You could be the next Angie Lee guys. Yeah, yeah, but I think it's um it's beautiful to chase after that dream and to have someone's support. All you need is one person, whether that's a virtual mentor, an in-person mentor or family member or someone who at least loves your crazy. They acknowledge like, hey, you're dreaming big and maybe that's a little scary to me because that's outside of my 
norm and what I think is possible, but I'm going to still cheer you on and root for you. And all you really need is one person to root for you. Right? Yeah, exactly. And like, I don't know, did it make a huge difference that, that Mike never gave up on you? Like there was opportunity. There was definitely opportunity for him to give up on you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that business, he put most of the money in because I was broke. I didn't have it at the time. So the first business that was all him and he's out knocking people out. He lost that and then had to go become a boxer, but no, he was already a boxer, but, um, he was willing to, to invest some of his boxing money into that. But yeah, yeah, it did make a huge difference. I think having someone acknowledge your dream and having someone say, Hey, this is a little crazy, but we may as well try it is the difference between people staying in a business and doing it or giving up and also being able to laugh it off when we quote unquote failed and yeah. say, you know what? That didn't work. We lost some money. We helped some people along the way. We employed some people. We also had to fire some people. That sucks. But you know what? We're going to move forward. <laughs> yeah, I like that. So after that, you got into all your coaching and your courses and all that stuff. That is a huge part of like who you are today. And there are so many kids out there right now that define who they are and their worth by artificial likes and comments and shares from the interwebs mm. how do you stay grounded so that you remain the same person no matter what kind of feedback you get no matter what if someone's like oh my gosh angie lee i love you or oh my gosh angie g you're the worst like how do you stay grounded oh man that's something i'm always working on because when you have a job where your life is public quote unquote it is a struggle it's it's the sucky part of the job every job has some suck to it right choose your suck but it is something I'm working on even more so because it is a roller coaster of emotions and not tying your worth to likes and these things that aren't even real or what strangers think about you on the internet, whether it's, oh my gosh, you are the most amazing person ever. You changed my life or, oh my gosh, you suck. And it's, it's interesting to grow up with it because I started this at 20 years old. I was 19, about 20 years old. So when I started this 11 years ago, I didn't really know that's what would happen. I just started sharing my life and putting myself out there. Yeah. And so being so young, especially as a woman, dealing with criticism and feedback and cyberbullying, which is something I'm really passionate to, you know, bring awareness to, oh, it, it's that. it sucked, right? Because yeah. I had to take feedback and and when I was doing health and wellness coaching, it was you're you're fat, you're too skinny, you're too this, you're what there's always something that somebody's gonna say about you. So you have to take it with a grain of salt. You have to be even keel with your emotions and realize that you know who you are offline in real life, IRL. <laughs> you know who you are. I know who I am with my friends and my girlfriends who've known me since 15 years old. And I know when they say to me, you're the exact same person you are online and offline. And if someone doesn't see that or someone doesn't feel that genuineness, well, they'll say F them, but <laughs> that they're not for you, you know, like they're literally not for you. And that's beautiful and that's okay. I don't wish those people bad or at all. No, I send them love. I send them blessings, hurt people, hurt people. So yes. you just get to a point where you, you just put the blinders on, you have a warrior mindset, you focus on your mission and you realize that for every 10 people who love you, there's going to be one who doesn't like something about you that day. And it could be something as stupid as your hair color. Like I've literally got that. Like I, I don't like your hair color now or like, I'm just like, what is happening? You know? And so you hear the craziest, craziest shit. I had a girl the other day who's so upset about Crocs. Like you, you can wear Crocs and piss people off. Like welcome to 2020. Right. So we, go. we live in a weird time and, and you just have to realize that the internet is not real life. There are parts of it 
that resemble real life. And I try to be as real as possible on there, but you're seeing a sliver of my life and you're seeing a glimpse of my life. So just keeping in mind, if you're listening to this, it matters, but it doesn't like, you know, who you are. And if you have to explain to someone on the internet, your heart and who you are, they are not worth your time. Joe Rogan said this the other day on his podcast, like you want to be successful. You want to be productive. Don't be a cyber bully online. Like no one's successful is sitting there defending themselves. No one's successful who makes money is like sitting there all day being like, you should do this. You should believe this. You should say this. Blah, blah, blah. And, and conversely, let me be real and drop my ego. I shouldn't be answering to it then either because yep. I've got shit to do. I have people to help. Yep. So I don't answer to it nope. because I'm not going to go to that low vibration. I vibrate as a, at a very high level. If you've been around me in person, hopefully you can feel it now. I'm very joyful and very happy. I vibrate at a very high level and that is important to me. And that's how I lead my life and it's how I lead others. And I, I take my energy very seriously. So the moment that I stoop down to that low vibration energy of you suck, you're ugly, you're stupid, nope. da, 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 like that's not the game I play in. And the moment I do, I'm not productive that day. And then I just took away from 10 other women who do need to hear from me. And that's not fair to them, right? And so it's, I'm not perfect at it yet. I'm still trying to figure it out. Listen, I'm going to have kids one day and I'm going to get, your kids are stupid and ugly and I'm going to get the craziest stuff. You just bless and release, keep moving on because what else yeah. are you going to do? What else are you going to do? It's right. the internet. It's the internet. It's free. Everybody and their grandma can be on it and use their fingers if they have thumbs. It's free. Yeah. <laughs> it's called freedom of speech. So technically they've got the right to do it. Yeah. It's not against the law to be a jerk. And here's the thing. Like, it's a lot not of against the law to be a jerk. A, a lot of people, they're like, oh, but so-and-so said something. And it's like, why do you care? Because the, in reality, all bullies, cyber bullies, in real life bullies, everybody, they're just insecure. And they're projecting those insecurities onto someone else. I don't feel good about myself. So this girl that looks like she's killing it, I'm a, I don't like your eyebrows right now because I'm just pissed about my own life. And once you realize that, you feel a certain level of empathy for them. I remember oh, yeah. sophomore year of high school, I got shoved right up against the lockers. And some kids like, you should just go off yourself. Dude, you're not worth it. And I was like, oh, dude, I'm sorry. That's not who oh. I am. And maybe you don't know who you are. And maybe that's why you treat me this way, bro. I hope you can figure it out. Like it gives you some empathy for oh. folks once you realize that that yeah. it's just their insecurities. You guys don't got to worry about that. So I love that you say that, that, yeah. you know, it's not about, it's not personal y'all. They just having a bad day. You are awesome. Yeah. yeah and, and think about, I love that story. And that's so beautiful that you had the emotional intelligence to say that because that is a huge sign of maturity. I always say the best thing to respond back is who hurt you? <laughs> it's like, listen, we're all just walking around with childhood trauma, pissed off at what a kid said to us when we were eight years old. Literally, like I'm still hurt because some kid on the playground told me I was fat when I was eight. Like that's probably in my body somewhere, right? And right, so then right. when I'm having a bad day, that's stored in my body. And then I'll notice I, I've, listen, I'm human. I've been in that place where I'm like, ooh, I wanna leave something mean on this video because I don't like it or agree with it. And then I stop myself and I say, Angie, not only are you a grown adult and you're 30 years old now, but you don't play that game. You energetically do not play that game because you don't want others to do it to you. And so if anything, I go out of my way to support, comment, share. I do the complete opposite. So the internet can maintain this awesome, beautiful place that it used to be. And I, I try to do the exact opposite. And then if I do see something that I don't like, I just keep scrolling. That's free as well. And that is a sign of emotional agility. It's a sign of emotional intelligence to be able to say, ah, I don't like that, but you know what? 
it's okay. I'm just going to keep scrolling or I'm just going to unfollow. And it's fascinating that most humans don't have that emotional agility yet. And I think that comes with time and maturity and age, but I wish more people did because then we wouldn't have cyberbullying. We wouldn't have 10 year olds coming home from school, showing their mom something, you know, they wouldn't be showing death threats to their parents yeah. saying, I need to, I don't know what to do. I'm depressed. And so I really think if we were kinder on the internet, because the internet is becoming such a big place for communication, children wouldn't be killing themselves and, and, these, and they wouldn't be as depressed because now children are seen when they weren't invited to a birthday party and girls and men are being judged by how they look when you used to go to high school and then come home and you didn't have this thing in your hand that you could stare at and scroll and see how other girls and guys looked and their airbrushed skin and their double zero body with triple D boobs. Right. Like right. Instagram makes it so confusing what we're even supposed to look like anymore. And so I do think it's really unhealthy for children in excess. And there needs to be discussions around like the social dilemma and these things on how often they consume it. And it's almost like I don't want kids to have social media until like 25 or 28. Oh, right? oh is everybody listening there? So Angie doesn't know this, but I am an advocate for Gab Wireless and Colin Karchner. They talk about no social media for kids. Get off the dang smartphones. And Gab phones have no social media, no internet, text, call, and that's it. So kids wow. don't have to know what people are saying. Kids don't have to know if they're not invited because mm. they live in life. They're being children, dang it. Yeah, um, I didn't have it. And it was great because then I had more conversations with adults and my parents. I didn't have to look and see what Sally said about me. I didn't have to see that I wasn't invited to Sally's birthday party. And now I feel like a total loser because I wasn't invited. And now everybody on Instagram stories is partying with Sally. And now I'm a 19 year old woman or a 15 year old woman. My brain is not fully developed. Of course I want to go kill myself. And that's not funny to talk about, but it's real. And I, you know more about this than me, but the stats of children who have either committed or have attempted to commit suicide because yeah. of cyberbullying is probably ridiculous. It's, ridiculous. it's probably so sad. In the state of Utah, just during quarantine, it has quadrupled everybody. Those who have a smartphone have expressed a desire to end their life. It's crazy. And I love that you talked about stepping away, unfollowing, muting, whatever you need to do. Because that leads us back to this next part. It's going to get juicy. Back in June of this year, you stepped away from social media. Yeah. This is a huge deal, guys. Instagram is a huge part of your business and brand. Yeah. What went into that decision? And like, what, what went down? Yeah, I love this. And, you know, it's not something I've talked about a ton yet, but I think it's, it's important to address. I believe that we all have like, I don't know how to say this, but I you know, gosh, I had been building my Instagram account for 10 or 11 years. So I had never <laughs> once deleted my account. And sometimes I believe that the most courageous thing you can do is walk away from a fight. It's the most brave and courageous thing to do. You don't need to fight every fight. You don't need to try to <laughs> fix it or make it work or whatever. The greatest thing you can do sometimes and the bravest is just walk away. It's just a walk, just walk away. And I mean this figuratively. And I mean this <laughs> in, in real life, right? Like life, maybe yeah. this is the playground for you. And you're like, you know what? Nope, not here for this fight. Or it's, it's a, it's a fight on social media, but you know, we have gone through so much in 2020. It is such a toxic year for social media <laughs> and people are not being kind to each other. People aren't open to discussions and it's just such a heavy time. And I knew the smartest thing I knew that the healthiest thing for me to do for my mental health, because that does come first, 
is to step away from something that was not fun anymore. And it was feeling very toxic and very heavy. Mm -hmm. And for me, I'm a creative, I'm just there to spread joy. I'm there to have fun. And so if something doesn't feel healthy, I'm not going to participate in that. And the amount of other women that that inspired to now do social media detoxes has been incredible. And they're writing me like, Angie, I cannot take social media right now. It is one of the the, the most toxic places with so much going on. I mean, everyone's telling you to vote for everyone. It's just so heavy right now. And I'm not available for that. And guess what? That's okay because it's my account and I get to decide what I do with it. And there were people who were upset and listen, it's not your account. (laughs) It's my account. And this is giving women permission to do whatever the heck you want to do with yours. You could delete it forever. Cool. It's, it's your life. It's your account. It's your business. So I knew it was the healthiest thing for me after receiving so much toxic feedback my system was like, you know what? You're not going to fight this fight. Like it's not worth your time. It's ridiculous. It's children. It's children. And I'm not available for that. So to be fully real with you, I did what I inspire other women to do. I walked away from a fight because that's what you do when you realize like that's the healthier option. And so it just got so friggin' bad. I was like, wow, I hate the internet. (laughs) Well, no, when you, so when you deleted it, I remember I was going through my stories and I'm like, usually Angie's like, like fourth on the list over there and then pop up. I'm like, Oh, where is she? And then I looked up your, your tag and nada. And so I messaged clay and I'm like, yo, is Angie. Okay. Like what's yeah. going, did she delete herself or something? And he, he kind of explained just an overview. I'm like, Oh, well good for her. Glad she guys, she decided to step away. So yeah. I love that. Cause guys, so, okay. So many people are scared to, they don't think they can delete social media. They don't think it's possible because they're yeah. so scared they're gonna miss out on something yeah and it's you're not missing out on anything guys you it was the happiest i've been in my life because i wasn't comparing my life to people all day right and and this is coming from a woman who uses this platform for business and i still appreciate all the beautiful aspects of it but i realize it needs boundaries mm-hmm. and i was so happy you're so present. You don't care what Susan's doing. You don't care what baby food Susan's feeding her kids. You don't, you don't care what this mommy influencer in LA is wearing that day. You don't, you don't care. You don't need to know because your brain doesn't need to take in that much information. And here's the real deal too. You guys remember this. You don't owe anyone anything. Like I provide free, incredible value on that platform. I don't owe them shit. This is my life, you know? And so that's what I'm there for. And the moment that it's not that, I'm not available for that. That's not why I created this page. So there are people and will be people that are upset by that decision I made. Cool. I, I don't care because it was the decision I needed to make for my mental health. And I think more mm. women will be inspired by the fact that I did what was one of the scariest things I've done in my business, which is completely take down one of my social media accounts yeah. and allow myself to live life again and breathe and you know, have my own thoughts around things and to think you just, you cannot think when you're so consumed with this thing in your hand, that's telling you what to think every second. And this is what you should do and say, and da, 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 da. And I made a post the other day. I don't know if you saw about like it boundaries, like, yeah. And like social media right now feels like high school, right? It feels oh like my high gosh. school. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it feels kind of like high school. Like what are the cool kids doing? What are the cool girls posting? Oh my gosh, look at the clothes I'm wearing, guys. I got yeah. them at Target. Yeah, like did you get this designer bag that's $400, Susan? It's like, no. I and know. and I so got it at Walmart, dude. God, come on. <laughs> it's like 
everyone's got to be a zillionaire. Everyone needs a Gucci, Gucci purse. Everyone needs to post this trendy quote. Everyone's got to talk about politics, even though she's a beauty blogger. So leave her alone. She doesn't have to like, everybody's got to be something, do something, say something and be so cool and so rich. And da, da, da. And I'm like, I'm not here for that. Like, that is not why I'm on social media. And so stepping away was really healthy for that. And then now I'm on this huge mission to make it just a healthier, cleaner place, especially on my platform oh, yeah. where women can come and escape and be like, wow, it's always positive. Like it's always good vibes. That is, that is. <laughs> so that's my goal. <laughs> there are so many kids out there that are like, kind of like you, they, they, they got hit online and that they're cyberbullied relentlessly. And they don't think that they can walk away from social media or just walk away from the fight in general because they have, oh they got FOMO, you know, if you're missing out. You talk a lot about JOMO, um, the joy of missing out. Okay. Yeah. Why do you have JOMO when others feel FOMO? Why do you have joy while others have fear? Yeah. And maybe this does come with time and maturity and age, but that's true. You realize that life is so beautiful offline as well. And you have to love your life offline. You have to, it's okay to love both, but you have to love who you are in real life. There is still a real life outside of this phone and this thing in your pocket right now or your hand and who you are outside of that is what matters. And I just, I just, man, you guys, if you're listening to this and you're like, I could not do this, but it's intriguing to you take even a few days off of social media, delete it off of your phone or give yourself 20 minutes a day and then delete the app every single day. I do that. I go on, I do what I have to do. And then I delete it. My team does the rest. You will, man, your, your productivity and your happiness will skyrocket. It's just insane. I mean, I grew up in 90s. So in the 90s, like we didn't have that addiction. I didn't know what Sarah was doing, you know? So you just, you find so much beauty and presence and you come back to yourself. You don't feel that like anxious feeling, that addictive false dopamine hit anymore. You just feel at peace, which is awesome. Yeah. So any kids who are listening to this, have the courage to put the phone down. Have the courage to delete the bullies, block the bullies, mute them, do whatever you got to do, and then hand your phone to your mom or dad, and they'll take care of it for you. Mm. Have the courage. I love that. Yeah. Um, Lately, also, you've been talking about owning your weird. I feel like there's so many kids who, who got bullied. I was one of them. I was scared, just scared, senseless to own the weird, to just mm-hmm. let it be a part of them because they thought that was the thing that was wrong with them. When in reality, that's the coolest slipping thing about us. Um, like, I don't know. Why is owning our weird so much better than hiding it? Yeah. Listen, listen, kiddos. <laughs> own your weird because the older you get, you're going to miss being weird. And the most successful people are the biggest weirdos. Like the weirdos are the ones who end up making, you know, these huge companies and stuff. So own your uniqueness. You know, I've always been a little bit different and that's okay. And, you know, even in this space, when I got into teaching about marketing and business, I didn't see any other woman teaching it in a fun, weird way. I didn't see anybody else singing on their Instagram stories. I didn't see anyone else being goofy and and weird. And so I felt alone. I was like, oh my God, do I have to be super serious to be considered a professional and for people to take me seriously? And I didn't realize that you get to be weird and you can also be taken seriously and be a professional. And so expressing myself through just being, (laughs) the word that comes through is just weird. I'm just weird. If you follow me, you guys will see. So I I really want to give other men and women that permission to is to, yeah, just don't do what everyone else is doing. The minute, the minute you do, you just, 
you're just, you're just in line, right? With everyone else and you don't stand out. And there's something really beautiful about owning the fact that you look different or you say something different or you sound different because that is what's going to actually separate you in life. And on social media, that's what helps you to stand out too, is being different. Everyone's posting the same stuff right now, like I said. And so when you post something a little different and you look different, that's awesome. That's cool. Like being different is cool. <laughs> and I think we need to make different cool again. And so I'm coming out with this whole line called own your weird. Cause I just think that people will literally DM me and be like, you inspire me to be weird today. I'm like, awesome. That is my greatest, yeah. greatest gift in this world. It's just like, go make a weird sound while you're at the grocery store. Like who the F cares? And like, here's what I think is the biggest thing right now at 30, if someone said, what would you tell your 15 year old self? I would 150,000% say, just don't care as much. Yeah. So here's what's going to happen to you guys. I'm going to tell you now you're going to be 30. You're going to be 40. You're going to literally always wish you didn't care as much looking back on every decade. So I'm telling you the secret now, you're not going to care what that boy thought of you. You're not going to care what that girl said to you wear the weird shirt, put your hair the way you want to wear, be, be you and weird. Cause like, it is the coolest thing you can do because people are going to be like, Oh my God, you have so much confidence. The, the fact that you were able to wear that or say that, <laughs> that makes you cool. <laughs> For real. And the guy, like teachers, educators, parents, kids, anyone who's listening, Angie's 30 y'all. She pranks people with a fake piece of poop every day of her life. Okay. I am 27. I wear freaking the flash. I have a, a flash ring and a shirt and Green Lantern and Superman. I don't wear anything that's not superhero related. I love I'm it. 27 guys. Okay. <laughs> be weird. That's what makes you beautiful guys. Don't be scared of your differences. If someone's singling you out because of your differences, it's because they're scared of you yeah. and you need to show them a you're someone to love, not to be scared of, but B that's what makes you beautiful. So those yeah. people listening, don't shy away from that. Yeah. Show your differences because that's yeah. what makes you beautiful, yeah. guys. So, guys, Angie, there's a million kids all across the country that question their self worth because of the hateful words of others. If you could speak to them right now, if you had one right in front of you, mm. what would you say? Oh man, that's a heavy question. <laughs> oh man, I think a little bit on what I just said it's not going to matter in a few years, yeah. and when you're in the moment it feels so heavy and it feels so real. But realizing that if you take it one day at a time and you, you really understand that one day you are not going to care about that stupid comment, in 50, hopefully in two hours, you're not gonna care about that comment, but one day you will look back and laugh at the things that you care about right now. And you're going to laugh at the fact that you took yourself so seriously. You're gonna laugh at the fact that you thought that comment meant that you sucked and, and the world was all gonna end. You're gonna laugh at the fact that you let somebody's opinion of you in gym class really dictate your life. I mean, guys, when people hurt people, it's cause they're hurt. So maybe shifting your mindset around having empathy and feeling bad for them because yeah. the fact that they are going out of their way to be mean to you and that's what they're using their energy on, they don't, that's all they have available to them. And that's sad. They've been hurt, right? Usually it's issues with parents. So it all goes back to parenting. So realizing that you're not alone, you're so worthy, you're so enough, and you're going to look back and laugh. Like that's why I laugh so much because this life experience can be painful. Being a human is oh. hard sometimes. It really is. And so when you give yourself grace and kindness, and realize you're here for a reason, you're here for a purpose. And along the way, you're gonna get some turds who think that you're a turd. And guess what? Everyone gets them, even Taylor Swift. Go watch her documentary. It's super, <laughs> super cool. Taylor Swift's been like 
gone, has gone through the ringer with like oh, yeah. people hating her, like millions guys, millions of women telling her like you suck death threats on Twitter and like all of this stuff. And she's gone through so much and she came out even stronger. Cause she's like, no, I know who I am. I'm Taylor Swift and I'm really good. Right. And but she let that get her and she went off the internet. She deleted everything for a year. Yeah. So do what you got to do to protect your mental health. And if anybody makes fun of you for leaving the party, leaving the fight, deleting your social, whatever you had to do, who cares? They're not important then. You know what I mean? So like, just DM me, <laughs> what I I, I do that. what you got to do to take care of you, you know? I love that. <laughs> and guys, yeah, we're here for y'all. Like, okay. Angie has dang near a hundred thousand oh. followers. And she responded to a DM of some weird counselor in Utah who wanted to chit chat. If you are feeling down, y'all, I'm open. She's open. We are here for you guys. There's so many voices of positivity out there that want to be there for you guys. We promise life is great. It's worth living. And you're going to see an awesome life down the road, y'all. Thank you so much, Angie, for coming on the show. You guys can find Angie on Instagram, uh, at Angie Lee Show. Let's be honest, guys. You probably already found her. You're probably already following her. Um, Let's be honest. Um, We love this. Thank you all for tuning in. As always, be kind, be strong, and we see you on the next one. Well, there it is, guys. I hope you truly enjoyed the chat that I had with Angie Lee. She is truly a light in social media, spreading lightness and positivity when we all need it. You guys all listening, you are wonderful, you are worthy, and you are worth it. Never forget that. So you can get your daily dose of positivity. Make sure to follow me on at bulliesb.gone on Instagram. Love y'all. See you on the next one.